0: Hello and welcome to Football twaddle My name is Saru and to represent Arsenal in red, we have our dear friend Tej Stambe. What's up, Tej? Hey, man, what's up? And representing Manchester in red again is podcast regular Yash seventh. Hello. All right. Yash, did you watch the North London Derby?
1: Yeah, of course I did. It was the big game of the weekend. So,
0: got it. <laughs> was it so what did you think of the first half (laughs) Yes, like did you like the Rabona goal what was going on there oh my god I thought we should just record the podcast only on that goal
1: (laughs) yeah it was an incredible goal but unfortunately the match didn't live up to the hype we are so used to very uh, goal heavy exciting North London derby, but I mean, this match wasn't that interesting.
0: Yeah, are we used to goal-heavy North London derbies anymore or that's a thing of the past? I think since uh, Mourinho
2: has come over, there's no excitement in (laughs) any kind of Premier League football nowadays. So, let's just excuse that fact. And the North London derby was like a proper example of, you know, pathetic Mourinho gameplay.
0: I see. So, if you had lost the North London Derby 1-0 to only Eric Lamela, Rabona, you think you would be talking about pathetic Mourinho gameplay or about how the revolution is tumbling? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the revolution thing
2: is very far-fetched right now. We are still very much in the nascent stages of the whole situation. Uh-huh. And no matter what would have been the final score of the match, the way... Tottenham played was boring itself, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. In fact, one thing was that, you know, Tottenham started playing football only after seven, After like they went down to 10 men. And so, that's I, I guess if Mourinho started playing only with 10 people, probably it would have been an exciting game. Definitely, definitely. But Saru,
1: in general, I felt that Tottenham man-to-man had a better squad and team than Arsenal. So, Dude, it was just Mourinho, suicidal for him to... You know, stop attacking at that
0: point. Mourinho has a problem which has manifested itself over the years. Is that I have to do everything in my power to stop the opponent team playing right. So if it means sacrificing everything and just like sticking man to man, he will do that as well, which is kind of annoying because as we saw with ten, like eleven man, Arsenal can be beaten by ten players, right? <laughs> and it was just like by by some. By saving grace, Arsenal actually won that game. But anyway, yes, all of this is immaterial to you because you yeah. had David Moes homecoming to Old Trafford and like Ole, yeah. the baby-faced assassin, just like swept him away.
1: Yeah, and by the way, this was a top four six-pointer. <laughs> it was a very crucial game for United to win because even... Uh, yeah, West Ham are a genuine top four contender, uh-huh. and uh, this weekend Chelsea drop points, Everton drop points, so this was a pretty crucial win. There are three other top four contenders who have not won points this week.
0: Yeah, but I I didn't watch the game, so this was a crucial win. As
1: ugly as it was, and with a scrappy own goal and everything, I mean I'll take it.
0: Okay, Tej, did you know something? Scott McTominay is play is paid the least in the Manchester United squad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is amazing that the reserve goalkeeper who is hold also earns ten thousand pounds per week more than Scott McTominay. <laughs>
2: That's very shrewd business by United for a change, I guess.
0: <laughs> by not paying their homegrown player?
2: <laughs> I
1: hope you're being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yes. Oh, it's a typical corporate thing. Like that. I'm, I'm sure you must have worked in organizations where you think, why is a random person being paid a certain salary? Huh. So United squad has like um, so, so many of those who are there and Scott is your typical hard-working lowly employee who is <laughs> on bigger wages.
0: Alright, okay. So I want to ask Tej a few questions regarding United squad. Does Martial deserve his salary, Tej? Yes, no? <laughs> no. no. Definitely not. <laughs> Do you think Martial deserves any salary or he's just like faffing around at the club at this point?
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe he deserves a salary when he goes to a VB PSG where he is just supporting cars to a very big team and where the owners can spend like loads and not give a
0: fuck.
2: <laughs> but he can't do with British oligarchs. At United, he has to be at the forefront scoring
0: goals and nah. Alright, who do you think deserves more salary? Paul Pogba or Anthony Martial at United? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pogba, maybe I don't know. <laughs> like we have very bad options. Yeah, sure, but it all comes down to who you like better, right? <laughs> so, I guess <laughs> yes. The same question to you. Not about Paul Pogba, but yeah. uh, David De Gea, Sergio Romero, and Dean Henderson combined <laughs> take about like five hundred to six hundred thousand pounds mm-hmm. a week. Man, this, why is this club being managed in this way? I don't know there's some
1: geniuses who. Cannot cannot do good HR work, man. And, and disturbingly, there were—I uh, uh, mean, there was a notification on my phone uh, day before yesterday, which announced that United have appointed a new director of football or a new technical director. Correct. But when I opened that notification, I found out it's just uh, Darren Fletcher and some moron who's doing that job anyway. <laughs> so it was a typical change in job titles. And uh, so, you're going to see more of these this kind of stupidity in the uh, coming future. So, yeah. So, I was happy with the West Ham win, but uh, barrage of Bad News really brought
0: me down. Yeah, there's one more news, right? Somewhere I was reading. I don't know how serious this is. But Dean Henderson may leave the club at the end of the season because of lack of match time or something.
1: Yeah, he should. I mean, he's
0: kept a lot of clean sheets. If
1: United choose to stick there, but I see no reason for him to stick around. Even last season, he had a great season being the first goalkeeper for Sheffield. Mm. I wouldn't say his absence is what has got them into this, uh, the position that they're in. But playing at United has shown that he can be a top-top keeper for uh, for any team. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ask me personally, this is probably the right time to tell Dagger to just be a substitute or find himself a new club with a pay cut or whatever.
0: Oh yeah. I mean send him to Tottenham. No? Tottenham will anyway pay twenty-five percent wages of all the top players <laughs> to put on a loan. <laughs> so they can do that for day. Yeah. Uh Tej, would you would Arsenal take Dean Anderson over yeah. Bird Leno anytime?
2: No, no, not at all.
0: Dude, what are you I mean like with all respect to sain. Henderson and <laughs> his
2: youth and his brilliant excellent whatever keeping skills. Everything, I mean all the all the props given to him and his this thing, but I would not uh, trade Bernd Leno for anybody. I think he is one of the most consistent players in our team and somebody who is the you know one of the top goalkeepers in the world. So with his experience and his adaptability, I think it's it's no brainer for not you know no exchange or nothing. No replacement.
0: Okay. Uh, so, on the topic of Arsenal, and who would you re- trade? <laughs> like, is there anyone in the top, ele- in the playing <laughs> 11, would you like to trade? <laughs> so many players.
2: So many players. I mean, <laughs> I can go section wise
0: in saying whom I want to <laughs> replace. <laughs> okay, oh, hey, let's name top three. Like, the top three guys uh, who have to be. First get out. person has to be. Uh, Hector Belen. Dude, why? Mm-hmm. He runs up and down. He, he runs up and player. down. That's all he does. He doesn't do anything.
2: Else. I love the player. I've been, you know, uh, he's he's a brilliant player for a, for a team, you know, where actually the position we are in right now in the table, like a six, seven to ten, six to ten. If you want to go above and if you want to start competing in the Champions League again, you cannot have Hector Belen running on the sides and not sideways passing to Zaka again and coming down back. So that doesn't, that doesn't make sense at all.
0: This is so not fair on Hector, poor guy. I know I like, like the
2: guy a lot, and he's been a consistent average performer, definitely. But he's not—he's not—he's <laughs> not something I would win a Champions League sorry, a Premier League with.
0: So, so is he like the Van De Saka of Arsenal, consistent average? <laughs> I'm guessing. I guess. <laughs> All right, who are the other two? We we like traded Hector Bellerin for a nameless. We are, name. we are
2: assuming that we are trading in for a better. Person, right? So, Haan, obviously, no. Yeah. So, the second like... person would be Zaka, definitely. And third, David Lewis.
0: Zaka? Zaka, Shaka? <laughs> <Garnite>. <laughs> basically,
2: it's basically uh, both Zaka, David Lewis, and Bellerin. All are brilliant players for an average mid table team. You cannot win the Premier League with them.
0: See, yes, this is what I'm saying. Even Arsenal fans don't want to trade Vilian out. It's this Vilian
2: <laughs> <laughs> is not even in this conversation. He should he's
0: nowhere, he's like ever. He's it's, just there. It's only these bloody Chelsea fans who keep piping in everywhere <laughs> saying Vilian Deco, William go. Arsenal fans are cool with him. He's know at all. Possible. Yeah, we are not
2: cool with Vilian, please.
1: <laughs> but Vilian if, if, if these three positions which stage are replaced by great players, then Will be cool with William. No, he like, just had to play for like exactly half an hour or so in an entire season,
0: dude. William will be providing more assists than like three assists a game. Like defense is sorted, midfield is sorted, he <laughs> will just like bombard crosses. Nicolas Pepe, who will make four and score two. <laughs> <So.
2: laughs> Actually, coming back to the Tottenham match, uh, one more thing I wanted to say was Eric Lamela, uh-huh. like if you want a visual representation of Eric Lamela, that match was the perfect. He scored mm. a brilliant Rabona. He'll pull out all his shit shittery and get sent off. That's like Dude. Lamela, Dude, that in a sentence. This match.
0: match was max Lamela. Like, you know, what yeah. was even better than Rabona was after him, He, I don't know who he elbowed, but after he elbowed the player and he got the second yellow, he was in shock. He was like, <laughs> how can a <I> yellow <laughs> get a yellow? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> And he has those eyes, you know. He has, his eyes are like really inside his skull somewhere. <laughs> so, he's just like looking like a ghost. And even Mourinho is like, dude, what the f***? When I can't defend this f*** off. <laughs> Get out of this <laughs> But man, Absolutely. I, 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 I think people... I, he deserved two yellow cards much before that, right? It's like,
2: Absolutely. I completely agree with you. I mean, so many fouls, so many bullshit... Uh, tackles and all that and still he was not getting booked. And the funniest part was Kane also not getting a yellow card for his tackle on Gabriel.
0: Ah, but that's okay. Look, Kane was tackling Gabriel. I mean, like both are shit players. <laughs> Kane because, oh, come on. Because Kane is a cheat and Gabriel because like he's genuinely bad. So, he doesn't I mean, you don't <laughs> mind tackling. If David Luiz gets tackled, you won't make a hue and cry, right? Bro, if Gabriel is bad, then
1: who's a... who's? Who's defending in Arsenal?
0: David Luiz. He had such a great game <laughs> against Perth. <Spurs. laughs> Other than just standing and stunned when <laughs> Lamela's Rabona went right past him. <laughs> Other than that, David Luiz had a great game giving fouls outside the box so that Kane can just hit the post but not the goal. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, man. But Eric Lamela is like, oh, he's such a crook of a footballer. It's just amazing. Absolutely. Like, Marshall should know the one time Marshall thought he'll play like 40 minutes in a game he got sent off in 27 so he should know it so well anyway we should take a break on football total right now and after that Tej I don't know if you know this but we have a section called player of the week and this is you need to choose a player who you thought like in the entire world of football has been player of the week right so we will do that once we come back after the break All right, welcome back to Football Twaddle. I have my dear friends, Tej and Yes, with me. Yes, while Tej is your player. Yeah, why are we not friends now? <laughs> <laughs> that was so rude, dude. All right, yes, player of the week. Who is your player of the week?
1: I mean, it's a, it's a pretty hard choice, but I'm I'm gonna say Martin Odegaard for simply doing something <laughs> relevant <laughs> in football. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> such a chan-
1: <laughs> yeah dude like for for five years I've been hearing this name, right? listening to people talk about Odegaard Is not done much but now he finally does something like he puts his name yeah. like
0: somewhere Wait, up there they, they football, correct me if I'm wrong world. Was is, it, is this the same Odegaard chap whom Real Madrid bought at the age of 16 <laughs> to be the next superstar in world football it's the same guy right yes yes he just needed Artira to unlock him <laughs> oh <laughs> god what it is the <laughs> So Martin Odegaard for existing <laughs> and just like getting his name on something I'd,
1: Yeah and scored a goal in the NLP. Yeah,
0: Oh yeah he's an Arsenal legend already <laughs> Alright Tej who would your player of the week be I I
2: concur with Yash but not the reason I think you know Odegaard is a good I mean he's a good uh, chap is uh, maybe not first team Real Madrid material, but uh, <laughs> he's a good chap. <laughs> but uh, in the last week, he scored two goals in the last week. So and pretty good goals. I mean, crucial goals for us. And his work rate and his his overall attitude has been brilliant. So I think I agree with Yash for, as for Odegaard.
0: Okay, but what happens if he scores like eight more goals and Real Madrid are like, oh, bhai, abhi ye to unlock is unlocked, let's take him back. <laughs> <laughs> then what's going to happen? Yeah, it can happen. But what can you do? Yeah, I know. Then he'll go to Madrid and fail again. <laughs> and again he'll come back.
1: <laughs> do you think he's like a replacement for Morata? Because as, uh, as we had concluded in a previous podcast, that Morata is like a money
0: laundering <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, Morata… Now that he's out of the picture, maybe Odegaard can take his place. But loan deals don't. are not money laundering. No, Morata actually has got clubs to spend fifty, sixty million each time, <laughs> and he moved from biggest. Camp. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, those are a couple of them. Na? I mean, Morata
1: has been insane, dude. He's been loaned to Juventus, then Juventus bought him, loaned him back to Real, then Real bought him, loaned him somewhere else. He's not loaned to Chelsea on the middle. At least when transfers, then, happen, re, then, then Real is, like, sold him
0: to Chelsea. Right? Yeah. Like he was supposed to come to United, but Mourinho said, Nabe Lukaku Melgrave, why will I take Morata? So that happened. Then he came to Chelsea. Then he was sold to Atletico Madrid. <laughs> right? And yeah. if any player passes through Atletico Madrid, always assume there's like a money laundering thing going on somewhere or the other. <laughs> that club is in cahoots with these money launderers. Yeah. Anyway, my player of the week is a forgotten man. Like how Odegaard was bought five years ago to be the next superstar. This guy was also slated to be the next superstar in world football. He's just taken some time to blossom. But his hat-trick over the weekend for Leicester <laughs> has cemented him in the legendary status of player of the week. <laughs> it's Kalechi. Ianacho. <laughs> yeah, ianacho yeah, ianacho yeah, Wow. Ha, huh. but yes. Do you think that now Manchester City would be desperate to get him back to their club, given that Jesus, is, <laughs> given that Jesus is a fraud?
1: <laughs> yeah. If if Pep decides to use strikers, then probably yes. But in the in in, I mean, I recent. Uh, I mean, I just a uh, couple of hours ago read a article that said someone overheard uh, Aguero complaining that nobody's passing the ball. <laughs>
0: someone overheard. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> So, it was one of those sun-type articles. <laughs> so maybe it happened, maybe it did But, yeah, I mean, I can, I can totally believe uh, that. So, maybe now Man City and Pep Guardiola teams will not pass to the striker. So, probably that place would be
0: good for Ian Acho with his limited talent. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> like, why is Aguero complaining <laughs> no one? Yeah, Tej, do you play FPL, by the way? Mm, I start every season in the beginning one month and then I… Okay, why don't you decipher this Pep Guardiola quote for us? I mean, in the FPL world, <laughs> in the FPL world, he is known to be a uh, maha mother, right? <laughs> because Because now he's come out, he's come out with a quote saying that we are still in four competitions, so of course I need to rotate. I have not been <laughs> rotating till now. So Yash <laughs> and Page, what does that even mean for FPL? <laughs> God. I had Gundogan as I mean, captain. Yeah. isn't he
1: now finally, I guess we'll see Nathan Aki play because <laughs> oh shit. It'll need to justify the money spent on him.
0: No. no, no. For people MIS there's no justification no, for money. No, no, not to not to the owners of the club, but to like <laughs> to, the people
1: who do to to United Pepe fans to has loves. to
0: justify. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's get to the games of this weekend. Actually, there is FA Cup, if I'm not wrong, this weekend, right? Yeah. So yeah what is your game to watch out for the weekend yes i'll,
1: I'll be biased and say uh, manchester
0: united versus leicester
1: city oh. i i would have picked this game as an easy win for united but now that leicester don't have a midweek fixture cuz they're out of the europa league and plus uh, after after this fixture is the
0: uh, international
1: break so i think brendan will take this game seriously
0: yeah, so but it's yeah, yeah. whenever I, I, I don't know. Hasn't Brendan I, been losing to United and like off off late quite a lot? It's not like he's won against United, right? Yeah, I mean since he's
1: appointed, I think he has one win or one draw. It's been bad, but, but the, the point is that uh, with the fixture congestion and his injuries and all, I, I would have been pretty certain he would have just skipped this game. Would have, would have played like a weekend side, but now that uh, top four even top four looks a little secure to him, and he doesn't have to play in the subsequent week because of the international break and I don't think he has too many internationals in his team. Mm. So I, he would take this game seriously and again uh, he's he's just, he's just 3 wins away from a trophy which I think he needs he needs a big trophy.
0: Yeah and given uh, given his latest statements trophy is really not a yeah, concern I, to <laughs> like Solskjaer. So I mean this is so
1: similar to what Pochettino once said I was like "Ya <laughs> You should, you should
0: have said something original, at least. <laughs> yeah, imagine someone's trying to copy Poch. <laughs> That's yeah. how bad the standards have gotten. Yeah, okay, Tej, I, I'm assuming you want a Leicester
2: win. Um I don't, give a... actually, I don't care ever Leicester and United, but I would. It's it will be a good match, you know. Being Leicester, being Leicester. They will what, what a, are
0: you like what you're some football fanatic who doesn't really care if the team you hate the most and lose or win to make good games is that what you're saying no, the, the thing is since Ole has come to United they've become very <laughs> mellow and
2: like you know very boring to be very honest I saw some game United I saw a few games of United in the recent past and I, I, I almost fell asleep so it's like it's not the United which we grew up hating. It's
0: just random wannabes. Oh, I see. Oh, then you must have hated United so much when Jose was their manager. It's like double the hate now. <laughs> <laughs> <You're like laughs> Even Overdrive right, is playing City, right? This weekend for yes. So should I just yeah. assume that's your game for the weekend, which you're going to? Watch. If you want to watch good football, watch Don Carlo get thrashed by Pep, right? <laughs> like what <worldwide. laughs> why?
2: They Everton paid forty million for UOB man.
0: They are legends. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, come on. How can they? But I mean, if Alex Oxlade Chamberlain can go for like thirty-five million to Liverpool, exactly. Forty-four UOB 40 for is all right. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, what? What's your prediction for Everton versus City? City killing them, murdering them. Oh shit! Do you think City
2: can do a quadruple this season? I don't think so. They, I like even though EK
0: Gundogan is in the form of his life and. Abhe, I mean, look at it logically. They're going to win the league. They're yes. playing League Cup final against Tottenham. We know Tottenham, right? So, They're going to win. <laughs> exactly. So left is now FA Cup. They are already in the quarter final. They're going to beat Everton. <laughs> There's only United. If they get United in semi-final, we have (laughs) Solskjaer to beat him. (laughs) Otherwise, it's City's domestic treble already.
1: Yeah, domestic treble. But I'm I'm pretty sure they'll draw Porto and lose to Porto in the Champions
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Talking about that. uh, Yes, you know Porto beat Juventus, right?
1: Yeah.
0: It was historic. And Sergio Concesa goes to the press conference. There's no one there there is no one at his press conference. So he sits and oh and it, it's a Zoom press conference. So they're like, okay, reporters, who want to ask? Raise a hand. They didn't say <laughs> anything for like 20, 25 seconds. And Concesao is heard asking his PR guy, where are the Portuguese reporters at least? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> even they didn't come. He's like, okay, I'm done. And he just walks off. I was like, oh God. But yeah, yeah, I, I think they're going to lose to Porto for sure. I, I would be so happy if that happens. Unlike Tej, I genuinely want them to lose, so I, think, I don't care. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm wrong. sure you know. Even in FA Cup, FA Cup is not a simple thing to win. There's just one match which will go wrong,
0: and it can happen. So cool. The game I'm looking forward to is Chelsea versus Sheffield for the simple reason I think it's time Timo Werner scores a hat trick along with the Guy Howard's hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> And while we are at it, we'll give Jorginho two penalties. So I'm looking forward to an 8-nil demolition of Wilder less <laughs> Sheffield.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, poor. That was the most funniest thing, dude. Chris Wilder. They wanted to kick out Chris Wilder, but they wanted to see him mutual. So they paid him for two days just to figure this out. <laughs> Sir, care. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, Tej, thanks a lot for coming in, boss. Anytime, anytime, man. Yeah, and if you find Baru in some of these Arsenal fan forums, please do ask him also to come back to the podcast. <laughs> He's just eating in restaurants now. <laughs> Busy guy. Yeah, and Yash, as always. Thank you. All righty. Bye, guys. Take care. You Cheers. Bye.